I don't know how long it takes for something to become endemic, but that's what we were looking forward to two years into this thing. Dr. Christopher McCabe joins us right now, leads the Edmonton-based Institute for Health Economics. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you on. Good morning, Kelly. Thanks for having me on. There is a very lengthy Globe and Mail article, um, which is covering this interesting idea of endemic, um, the, the, you know, the endemic stage of COVID-19 and the four factors that will shape the virus's future. You're quoting in it, and that's why we reached out to you. Can you maybe get us up to speed with what exactly endemic looks like and give us an example of something that is endemic right now in the world? So, so endemic, it, it simply means that you expect to find it in a population. If you go to a population or, or a part of the world, a country, and, and you search for the disease, you expect to find it. It doesn't tell you what level or what prevalence, you know, how many people you're going to have. So you can have a something that's endemic at a pretty low level, but it's always there. Or, as, and this I think is everybody's concern, you can have endemic at a level that is will disrupt social functioning. And, and that's our worry, that COVID-19 may become endemic at a level where we're having trouble staffing our hospitals, having trouble keeping our kids in school. Uh, so we might be avoiding mm. the worst. Uh, you know, the really, I think we're, we're, we're through the really severe outcomes for the otherwise healthy population phase of this. And but is that because that of vaccines? Mean, yeah, the vaccines seem to be so far so good protecting yeah. us from the really bad outcomes, except in the immunocompromised, you know, and those who are too young to get vaccinated yet. But we can still have a, a, a level of infection uh, that's endemic. That means that, you know, 10% of the population has it at any time. And, and that will start impacting upon when you can staff your eMERGE, whether you have mm. enough teachers in the school, whether there's enough kids in the class that you're actually, it's almost worth teaching them if you're going to have to teach the second half of the class 10 days later, exactly the same stuff. So you can have endemic that isn't coherent with, you know, a functioning society. And that's our fear, I think. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I think most of us are under the impression that endemic means, well, it's like the flu or a cold. You know, it's not going to really affect us in a massive way. I mean, there will be some people that are affected detrimentally if they catch the flu, and we know that they'd have comorbidities that would lead to that. But all in all, there are people that, you know, continue on with their lives. I've contracted the flu several times in my life and been fine at the end of the day. But w when you talk about endemic, I don't think most of us expected that that would affect our hospitals anymore. But we're seeing hospitalizations of COVID-19 patients going up 27% in the last week. Also, there's a school in Barrie that just had to close down. Because they can't keep, they've got a staff shortage, and and they believe it's it's because they have staff that are positive, or somebody in their house is positive with COVID nineteen, so they're back to online learning. So, what kind of strategies can we employ to make sure we plan for this endemic stage so that it doesn't interrupt our lives in a significant way? So, so that it's about uh, the plan behaving in ways, and this is the tough part: behaving in ways that make the, the prevalence at which it's endemic keeps that down around or even below the seasonal flu level is what we want because we, we know at that level uh, society keeps functioning. Schools stay open, the hospitals are staffed, people are looked after, we can get on with our lives and that's what we all want to get back to. But that probably means using the, the, the things that science tells us work uh, 
I think we're now thankfully in the space where people are recognizing this is airborne and uh, air filtration is a fantastic way to to get the risk down. Uh, whilst it be endemic, we can get the, 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 the actual prevalence of cases down because the transmission risk in, uh, in, in areas where we have good air filtration is much, much lower. So getting air filtration into public spaces, public buildings, I think is an important step. Keeping our masks, keeping, you know, KN95, 95, N95 masks, you know, get them on, look after yourself. And for those who in society who, who can't afford to pay out of pocket, let's make them available, you know, because mm-hmm. so they're really effective. You know, the blue surgical masks are really good at stopping what we have infecting somebody else. The KN95 actually has the, the two-way protection. The N95 has the two-way protection, and that's what we want. You know, we want everyone to be protecting, be protecting themselves and protecting others from whatever viruses they have, including COVID. So, though, you know, air filtration, masking, you know, it's become very clear that, you know, all this hand washing, um, it made sense at the beginning when we didn't really know how this uh, virus spread. But but it, it's not the big going to keep us safe thing. It's airborne transmission and therefore it's all the things that kind of clean the air before it gets into us that's going to matter here we you know we've lifted all of our mandates pretty much in uh you know in settings here in the province unless they're high-risk settings what about the proof of vaccine uh, vaccination requirement do you think that that is um a a pivotal piece of living with uh the disease safely when it's in an endemic stage not anymore i think because of the, it, 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 it's a nice reassurance, but first of all, the vast majority of people who are willing to or can get the vaccine, they've done it. You know, Canada's vaccination rates are pretty damn high. We've done well. I think, you know, Canadians deserve a pat on the back. We've done well with getting people vaccinated and pretty well with getting people boosted. And, and that's good. So the people who don't have it are either not going to and they're a smallish proportion, or they can't because they're too young or they are immunocompromised, and so it's, you know, contraindicated, as the doctors would say. So we, those people, if we're doing the air filtration, the masks, it's a really marginal risk that they pose to everybody else and that we pose to them. So monitoring whether people are vaccinated, I'm not sure it's worth the hassle. Uh, really, to be honest, and uh, in terms of the benefit it gives us in how much safer it truly makes us, I think it's much more important that we get, you know, keep the masking, keep the uh, get the air filtration stuff implemented, and yet boost as we get waning. You know, as we see waning mm-hmm. in the effectiveness of vaccines, we need to boost, and we need to boost in the, uh, the those who are exposed most. So frontline workers, both retail, hospitality, and of course, healthcare and long-term care, they need to be boosted first, along with those who are at high risk of a very bad outcome, the, well, the elderly we'll people as we, as we did first. You know, we'll see if people uh, are pri- properly prioritized, because I don't know that they were. Retail workers you know, weren't prioritized last time I, around, I so we'll see. That, yeah, we, we published some work with, with my colleague, uh, Simon Fraser, Caroline Colin. She, we did some work with her, uh, uh, showing that actually once you've got the, the high risk for the bad outcomes, you know, the elderly, for, for us to all benefit the most, it's 
those frontline workers and not just the healthcare because they see lots of people. So if they have it, they can infect lots of people. Sure. So protecting them protects all of us so much more efficiently. So I think you're right. We didn't get the prioritization right first time out, but we've got the evidence now. We've done the research. We can do it better uh, this time around, I think. Okay, so you say vaccine certificates are not important in this endemic stage. It's because we've got a high rate of vaccine. We're probably going to be looking at a fourth booster eventually, Mm -hmm. Um, um, maybe sooner rather than later for some people. What about the masking mandate? Do we have to put do we have to go back to masking in most settings? It was is that a big misstep right now at this point in time? And and this is a judgment call, and and it's not an easy judgment call because we have a a portion of society that feels very, very strongly that this is an imposition on their human rights and their freedoms. I, I, I judge differently. I think the value of masking compared to the actual, the real inconvenience and personal burden mm-hmm. is massively in favor of, 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 uh, of having the mandates back. I mean, you know, we, we have seatbelt mandates. We yeah. don't allow people to drive through red lights. We do all sorts of things. You have to wear pants in public. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to go with that one. I was trying to be polite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, listen, you know, I think- we do it all the time. And so I don't see that masks, I, I think people latched onto it to express their bigger anger and frustration about how difficult the world is right now. But sure. that shouldn't it was an easy symbol. Policy. It all was. Right. But we shouldn't give in to, to anger as, as leadership. We need leaders to say, no, this is what the science says. This is what will protect us best. And so I think they need to, you know, we, we would, I'd be very pleased to see mask mandates back. I have to leave it at that, Dr. McKay, but I thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you very much. And you. Bye-bye. Cheers.